0: The Hill Country Patriot. He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a beautiful hill country morning. No, you're not an hour late. I promise you, you're not an hour late. Uh, Harley had to take off uh, early today, so he asked me to come in and uh, sit in for him this hour, and I'm very happy and glad to do so. I've just been looking around, though. I think he took Squinchy with him. So y'all bear with me, um, I don't. I, I left my um, emotional support phone at home this morning, So um, and Squinchy's gone, so I hope we make it through this. Um, but I come in here every morning normally at 9 o'clock, and I've been doing that for about two and a half years now, and uh, the reason I drive over here and uh, sit in this studio every morning is because I want to get you involved in the process of self-governance. Our country was founded on this insane idea that had never been tried before in the history of mankind, a massive experiment. And the experiment was this. We, as human beings, have the ability to rule ourselves. We don't need kings. We don't need czars. We don't need pashas. We don't need uh, queens or anything else like that we actually, human beings, have the ability to rule ourselves. And so in about the last 110 years, we have gotten away from that. Somehow we've ended up deciding that uh, our job is done when we go to the booth to pull the lever or to fill in a little circle and choose who is going to represent us and 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 we walk out of there proudly with our little sticker that says I voted, and uh, we go home and wait for two years or in most cases four years before we go back and vote again. And uh, this is the not the way the system was designed. The your uh, your vote is supposed to be your first step or an early step not the last step. After that, there is accountability, holding them accountable, paying attention to what's going on. You know, we elect our representatives every two years. What a pain in the rear end that is, every two years, right? But, no, that's the way it was designed. So if they're not doing the job that they said they were going to do, then every two years we can get rid of them. And so I'm here because we have a generationally – have moved away from self-governance. I'm not blaming this on you. I'm not even blaming it on your parents, or your grandparents. This goes back several generations where we have just stopped doing what we are supposed to do and that is self-govern. And so that's my goal on here. And also I um I focus on Texas. I focus on Texas. We're a long way from Washington, D.C., and quite frankly, in my personal opinion, um, I think things are so shot in D.C. and have been for a while now that it's really, I'm, I'm going to concentrate on saving Texas. How about how about you? Will you join me in that? You know, we talk about saving the world and then saving the country. Let's just shrink that on down. I think we need to stick with saving Texas texas at this point in time and uh, no i'm not necessarily talking about texas leaving the union and even though i think that uh getting ready for that might not be a bad idea but saving texas because at this point in time we do still kind of sort of live in a republic and uh so each state has uh, has authority over itself and so we have also given that up. And uh, so that's why I come in here every day, is to remind you that this process of self-governance, that we need to get back into that. And so I'll bring you Texas news, I'll bring you Texas stories, local stories, and then as often as I can plug you into some kind of action item. Is there an organization you can join? Is there a group that exists out there that you can go and become a part of? Um, are there things, uh, uh, events happening in your area that might introduce you to the right people? Well, let's take a look at the calendar. Uh, this Saturday, um, really looking forward to this one. This one uh, Texans for vaccine choice are going to have a rally at the Capitol uh, this Saturday. I've got a starting time here of 11 on the south steps, but I would get there right by 10 if I were you. Besides that, if you've, uh, last time you went to the Capitol and you were on the South steps, you know, there are some shady spots there. And, uh, I know a number of folks that go early just so they can camp out under the appropriate tree, uh, at the Capitol on the South steps. And it's been interesting. Jackie Schlegel, who is the head of the, the organization called Texans for vaccine choice. I've known her for a number of years going up to the Capitol and her organization was, she was always there and, and putting up the fight for vaccine choice long before COVID. And let me tell you, her business has, woo, her business has picked up since the uh, vaccine uh, uh, fiasco that we're going through right now. Uh, Jackie Schlegel, her organization has just grown. And there's all of a sudden, gee, I wonder why, all of a sudden there are Texans wondering about the vaccine do i have a choice should i have a choice in a vaccine and of course i feel strongly that we should always have a choice and so texans for vaccine choice this is going to be a good one this rally at saturday and uh, at the capitol and i want to encourage you to go ahead and make arrangements with your friends or family you know guys Make it a date, you know. Tell your wife, hey, let's go down to uh, Austin Saturday morning. We'll do this, that, and the other thing. And Oh, yeah, go to the rally, and then, you know, we'll spend the afternoon at, uh, I don't know, the Bob Bullock Museum. The uh, Who knows? Um, go out to dinner Saturday night and just make it a day, but start it by going to the rally at the Capitol um, all right, we're gonna we've got the uh, boots and barbecue on September 18th for the Fredericksburg Tea Party, and we'll talk more about that. And then way on down in your calendar, on October 9th is the Lano Tea Party fundraiser. So um, anyway, let me leave you with a little bit of a Ben Franklin. Poor for um, let's see, here's a good one. Oh, you know, here's a good one. Uh, This is from the Almanac, uh, Poor Richard's Almanac, 1748. He that's secure is not safe. You've heard another one about security and safety uh, from Franklin, but here's one. He that's secure is not safe. All right, Ben. Thank you. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Right, folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. And by the way, starting about three weeks ago, I finally figured out. Yes, after two and a half years, I'm a slow learner, and I'm also older than your grandkids. Um, I uh, I uh, finally figured out how to get my program, my daily program, up onto uh, in a podcast form, up onto uh, Spotify. Also on uh, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Anchor. Um, now, out of all six of those, uh, frankly, to be honest with you, the only one I had ever heard about before was Spotify. And I know a lot of people out there do have Spotify and uh, use it to listen to music and maybe some podcasts. But uh, I, this program, every day when I leave here, at uh, 10 o'clock, and I get uh, back to my home around 10:30 or so, I will pull up the recording of today's program. I will clean the news and the weather out of it, and uh, and and kind of shrink it down, and then I post it on a Spotify. And uh, at that point in time, I also I'll put a description on it, and if I interviewed someone, the name will be there who I interviewed and a little bit of a teaser that kind of tells you what the program is about so you can go back and uh, look through these podcasts. And there's only three weeks' worth now, but you can go back and dig through those. And uh, if you missed an interview, in fact, I've had a number of requests for the interview I did with Chip Roy on the border. That is up available on Spotify. And uh, that was actually about four weeks ago. And, uh, we asked chip Roy a real simple question. How, what's it going to look like if Texas were to choose to just go ahead, ignore the federal government and, uh, guard our own border? What would that look like? And we actually took quite a bit of time, I believe close to 40 minutes to answer that question because it's not as simple as maybe you might think. But, um, We uh, walked through all of the different variables on that. So if we do this, let's say, if we send all our troops down to the border and this happens or that happens, so it was uh, a really serious look at that. And so I've had requests for that one. I have also started uh, interviewing our candidates for the governor of the state of Texas and the primaries. Um, we have right now four Republicans or four people who have the magic R by their name who have uh, came out and said that they are going to run against Governor Grabit on the uh, in the primary, which we 're not even sure when that's going to be looks like it will probably be May of next year as opposed to early March. So my point is, I've already started interviewing some of those. I have a uh, what I thought was a pretty good interview with Don Huffines last week, and uh, we're arranging to get an interview with Chad Prather. I have interviewed uh, Mr. West, Alan West, I think three times on this program. Uh, all uh, before he was running for governor, I think maybe two of them were. The third one was after he announced he was running for governor. I do not have those posted um, because I well, I didn't even uh, start getting all this uh, up on Spotify till about three weeks ago. I'll try to dig through and see if I can't find that Alan West interview. But um, we will have him again. We're gonna, in fact, we'll have all the candidates on multiple times this Wednesday. There is a fourth candidate you may not be familiar with. So we've heard Alan West and we've heard Don Huffines and uh, the humorist, as they call him, the conservative humorist, uh, Chad Prather. And then let's see, we have on a fourth name in there. And see, I'm his name is Danny Harrison. Danny Harrison is the fourth name who has now come out said they're going to primary Governor Abbott. Danny Harrison is scheduled to be on this program on Wednesday. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, you're probably sitting there asking the same question I had when uh, Danny Harrison sent me a note and said he was running for governor, and I said, and you are who? Who are you? I called him up and I said, and really, this is exactly what I said. I introduced myself and I said, are you serious? You're running for governor against two massive names and one pretty big name. I said I, we've all known Alan West and and Don Huffines for a long time. Those are names we know. We've gotten to know Chad Prather over the last couple of years, and I said and now some guy named Danny Harrison comes in. We've never heard about you. What what are you out of your mind? What's going on here? And so. He laughed. He basically said, Yes, I know it's a hard road to travel. He said, But I feel called, and, and, and I, I think I need to run for governor. And so there you go. There's now at least four names in that race. And so all of that to tell you that these podcasts, that this program gets uh, cleaned up and posted every day on Spotify. I try to have it up by noon. Some days that doesn't happen till uh, the middle of the afternoon. But uh, so far I've managed uh, every day to get it up on the very same day. So if you hear something or you missed something and you, uh, you, know, you call the radio station and they don't know the answer or they, they put you in touch with me, maybe it's just easier to go to the podcast and uh, play through it right quick. And I think you can even do that at like time and a half or something like that. You can skip around through there. But uh, those are available on Spotify on the same day that the program is on the air. And uh, so I rarely, again, this is a new hour for me, so I'm going to kind of explain some things that uh, are normal here, but you may not be used to hearing me you may be uh, you may be one of those people who is driving to work in the eight o'clock hour and so about the no- time i normally come on which would be nine you you've already punched the clock and you you don't even know i exist at nine o'clock on the radio so here i am telling you that uh, i am here and uh, you can listen to uh, these uh, programs on spotify as a podcast now so, I normally do not cover national issues. Um, like I said in the first quarter, I'm here to, uh, yeah, I'm here to save Texas. Let's just keep it simple. I, I do believe that we can still save Texas. And so, every now and then, I'll come into the studio, sit down in front of the mic, take a big breath, and say, Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm glad I'm not doing federal issues today. Um, in fact, uh, you're going to hear plenty about Afghanistan today if you're cruising through your radio dial listening to your talk show, folks. But what you may not hear today, or you may only hear it from a few places, is this. On Friday, our National Terrorism Advisory System uh, sent us out a little bulletin uh, from the Secretary of Homeland Security, yes, on Friday the 13th, it was uh, determined that uh, you, if you, uh, let's see, have any questions about election fraud? All right, if you have any questions about election fraud, if you if you don't think that uh, these elections were fair and square last November, uh, by the way, I'm one of those. Uh, they weren't fair and square. We all know that. But if you believe that, then uh, you are likely to be or could be considered a domestic terrorist. Yep, you heard it right. If you are spreading uh, online uh, conspiracy theories on perceived election fraud, then you are considered a possibly a domestic threat actor. There you go. Oh, it even gets better. If you are concerned about the response to the COVID, to the Kung Flu, and let me just read their words here. It says, um, alleged reinstatement and responses to anticipated restrictions relating to the increasing COVID cases. So if you are are concerned about maybe there might be some restrictions, uh, coming to your rights and you talk about it online or in a text or something. If you're, if you're concerned or if you question the validity of the vaccines or the effectiveness up there, um, then that makes you, um, that makes you a risk for domestic terrorism. So most of my friends, in fact, the vast majority of my family and friends, will now be considered uh, possible domestic terror threats. Are you in that category? I think we need a T-shirt or something that shows we're all in the same club. Um, I'm proudly wearing that one. Yeah, uh, Bob says maybe a little patch. On our, uh, on our jacket, uh, you know, with some, I don't know, some symbol of significance, maybe with a bright color like yellow or something like that, and uh, that would make you a, yeah, we're all terrorists now, so I'm not sure when our next uh, cell meeting is going to be, um, but, uh, you know, someone keep me informed. You know, if you'll do a little chalk mark on the uh, post office but on the mailbox uh when i walk by i'll i'll know that we are all on the same page this is serious this is serious you know i got called names by um our last uh president democrat as you did um i got called quite a few names by uh president obama and uh was pretty degrading um the names he called us and um Now, here uh, we've got this uh, Democratic president who's uh, just come out and saying, look, if you don't agree with him, if you don't agree with the uh, Department of Homeland Security, if you do not agree with uh, Pope Fauci, then, um, oh, did I say that? I'm sorry, President Fauci. Oh, man, I got that wrong again. Um, If you don't agree with those guys, then you are very likely working with the Russians and the Chinese and the Iranian government linked media outlets all right that's uh, that's how how we're all doing this and uh, conspiring is this nuts or what I, I don't even know where to start and where to end on this um we're gonna take a short break we'll be right back we'll uh, come back in and focus on texas a little bit are your kids going off to school today if they're locally in the hill country they do not have to wear a mask so far All right, folks, we are back. You're listening to the Matt Long Show, a special broadcast of the Matt Long Show. Uh, Harley had to take off today. He, uh, he uh, took off. He uh, grabbed Squinchy on the way out the door, so I do not have my uh, uh, Harley's emotional support dolphin with me, but I think we're going to make it through here uh, today. I want to tell you a little bit. Well, before I talk about the Fredericksburg Tea Party, I want to talk to you about your kids going back to school today. Most of you in our terrestrial listening area, that would be the hill country, um, you've already uh, your kids are already headed to school right now. You're headed there right now. If you're headed there right now, I think you're late. Um, it's been so long since I've been in school that I couldn't even tell you what time they start. Um, but uh, you're either just now headed there or you're on your way home. <clears throat> I hope you did not wait till this morning to find out what the rules were, what the uh, Kung Flu protocol was going to be at your <clears throat> local school. But um, So I hope you looked that up early. But uh, for those of you who didn't pay any attention to that, the uh, both the Kerrville Independent School District and the Fredericksburg ISD are not requiring masks and uh, they do have some protocol if you show symptoms or symptomatic about testing and this and that and the other thing. Um, they uh, they will have the ability to test your children at school if they think your child is uh, showing symptoms. However, they cannot do that without asking for your permission. I find it interesting that in the Um, uh, uh, Kerrville notification, the two pages that Kerrville put out, they made a point of saying they can't test it without a parent's permission. Fredericksburg did not make that point. I know that's law, so I'm sure they'll be abiding by that. Um, There was, um, besides basically no masks required, and uh, if you start coughing or sneezing or show a fever, they have some way to... Um, uh, get you out of the school, they're going to test you, then they're, they've they got some quarantining protocols. But they're about the same across the board. Here's the one thing that I found interesting when kind of looking at the Kerrville and the Fredericksburg, uh, two pages, uh, they each sent out two pages to parents telling them about the protocols and, and what their policy was going to be. And I find it very interesting that almost half of the two pages from Fredericksburg School District was talking about um, teachers. It was talking about teachers, how they can get paid leave, sick leave. It was talking about teachers this and teachers that. When it came to the Kerrville ISD, they just talked about the students. So I don't know what that tells you about the difference between the two districts, but um, it told me quite a bit. You know, it's kind of like the uh, teachers' union telling you they're there for the kids. Folks, your uh, teachers' uh, union is not there for the children. They're there for the teachers. If they were there for the students, they would be called the students' union. But they're not. They are the National Education Association, NEA. And by the way, yes, um, uh, there are... Uh, there are unions in texas you know i've heard people say we can't have unions in texas yes you can you just cannot have a union shop they cannot force you to join a union in texas so many of our teachers are part of the uh, national education association and uh and so i find it interesting that the fredericksburg note to parents was almost half of the content was about telling um Teachers, what they could do to get out of teaching. Yeah, that's the way I read it. Um, So that's what's going on. I do hear, I heard a rumor. And by the way, I have uh, several people that text me and message me during the program. And uh, I seem to get quite a few of those. I left my phone at home this morning. So I'm sorry, it's buzzing away on uh, the kitchen counter right now. My apologies uh, if you're trying to text me and get a message to me. Um, it's uh, not going to get here uh, today, so I'll see it about 10:30. Um, but anyway, that is um, that's what's happening at your schools. So let's talk about the Fredericksburg Tea Party. Um, part of the reasons uh, this uh, program exists is because of the Fredericksburg Tea Party. Uh, Harley uh, David Ballou, um our favorite uh, DJ, our favorite radio talker with uh, three names in the hill country, um, called me up about two and a half years ago and said, Matt, uh, I think we need to get the voice of the Fredericksburg Tea Party out there a little bit further, and he invited me to do an hour of programming on the hill country patriot and that was about two and a half years ago and the idea was not only a show for me about the uh, about self-governance but it was to promote the fredericksburg tea party we have been here for 12 years now if you didn't know that Um, one of the 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 issues we had at the very beginning was uh, the anger shown to us by all the worshipers of the magic letter r and uh, when, the, when the Tea Parties started up, they were a threat to everyone because the Tea Parties are, were going to upset the apple cart. We're going to take uh, the idea uh, 12 years ago was we need to return this country back to a republic, back to its constitution, back to fiscal responsibility, which, by the way, the Republican Party says they want to do. But if you've paid any attention, your uh, enemies in Austin and in uh, Washington, it seems like half the time there are Republicans just sewn right in with the uh, Democrats. Uh, We call them rhinos. We have a number of different names for them that I'm not allowed to use on the air, but uh, rhinos is the word. Now, before you get all upset at the Tea Party or at me for talking about the magic R, I got a little bit of news for you. Every one of us in the Tea Party, when we go in to vote, we're going to vote for that letter R. Yes, we are. We're going to vote for the magic R. All right? We're going to do that. So if you hear me bad-mouthing the uh, Republican Party, it's because they need bad-mouthing. The Texas Republican Party is, is, uh, is not in good shape when it comes to conservatism. Now if you like progressivism then your uh, Texas Republican Party is becoming more and more progressive every time you turn around. And by the way that happens at your local meetings. That doesn't happen at some secret meeting in uh you know in Austin with uh, the all the leaders of the Republican Party with a white cat in their lap, you know, and in the big gold pinky ring there. That's not how this works. This this progressivism is actually starting At the grassroots, unfortunately, it is supported in your local Republican Party. When they support, when your local Republican Party backs a rhino, you're just as guilty. All right? It starts right here locally. And so the Tea Party came along and they pointed out the fact that everything that the Tea Party believes in, listen carefully, the five principles of the Tea Party, Are within the principles and the priorities and the platform of the Republican Party. Fiscal responsibility, limited government, rule of law, sovereignty, state and national sovereignty, and personal responsibility. These things are woven within the Republican Party platform. So you would, if it makes you feel better, you could call the Tea Party like a subcommittee of the Republican Party, but we're not, but we're not, all right? But if it makes you feel better, that's fine. But the Tea Parties, we are independent. But everything we're fighting for are things that are the principles and what I call the backbone of the Republican Party. And so I hope after 12 years, believe it or not, after 12 years, there are still people who think the Tea Party is here to destroy the Republican Party, folks? It's been twelve years. Educate yourself a little bit. If you still think the Tea Party is all that evil, then you're just you're not educating yourself. You, you, you you're you you're operating with your brain in your back pocket and uh, you, you're you're not doing any homework. You're not doing any research. It's been twelve years, and we're still here. And we're still fighting for Republican principles. And, uh, yeah, we're still the Tea Party, and we're not going away. And uh, actually, on the local level in the Hill Country, if you want to get involved and do something, it's not your local Republican Party that's going to get you involved and engaged. It's going to be the Tea Party, or it's going to be We the People Liberty in Action, or it's going to be the Kirk County Patriots. We've got three organizations now between Kerrville and Fredericksburg that are doing amazing work. Folks, y'all stay tuned. Uh, I have a question for you when we get back. Um, But, yeah, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Right, folks we are back thank you so much for staying tuned thank you for telling your friends and family about this and uh, if we do a particularly uh, awesome show someday and you want uh, people your friends or your husband or your wife or or the kids to hear it then um, about the middle of the day on the same day you should be able to go to spotify and uh, find a today's program on spotify i will clean it up and pull out the news and the weather and and uh, shorten it up a little bit, and uh, uh, get that posted on Spotify. So we were talking about the Fredericksburg Tea Party for a little bit, and um, we I want to encourage you to go to check out org, our website, org. It has been, uh, I'm telling you, if you haven't been there in a while, it has gotten updated over the last couple of months, And uh, we have, I'm very proud, awesome look of our new um, Fredericksburg Tea Party web page, which, by the way, was uh, designed and built by a local uh, web developer. And um, yeah, if you want to get in touch with Roger, if you like the look of our website, our web page, and you would like uh, uh, Roger to do that for you, that's his business. He gets paid for that, and he's very professional, so if you'll get in touch with me, I'll be glad to let you know who built our tea party, Fredericksburg Tea Party website. Um, One of the things that we've uh, organized over the last, uh, it's been about two years now, the Fredericksburg Tea Party, we created these groups called focus groups, and um, we, we created them from the ground up we uh, created by grassroots so what they are a focus groups is, a focus group is a small group of people that are focused in on one specific area and uh, we do that because we have learned from experience that if everybody tries to tackle every issue nobody gets anything done and so what we encourage you to do, what the Fredericksburg Tea Party encourages you to do is to pick that one topic, that one burr under your saddle that just gets your goat, it makes you sit up and, and want to throw uh, yeah, a can, a Pepsi can at the, uh, uh, at the TV, whatever that one issue is that just gets you going, we want to plug you into that single issue. And so we have focus groups. And what we did was we we created the the, the framework for the focus groups. But listen carefully, we did not create the focus groups themselves. We laid out the idea to our members and said, all right, if there's that one issue that you want to fight, then we will help you create a focus group. But you you have to do that yourself. You have to stand up and say, I want to create a focus on the sanctity of life group. All right. And so what happened when we offered this opportunity in a little workbook that kind of shows you and helps you how to uh, create these focus groups, we then rather quickly came up with two focus groups. Uh, The Second Amendment focus group popped up pretty quick. The uh, Sanctity of Life focus group popped up pretty quick. They came along and got organized pretty quick. And then Following that came uh, city, faith, and family focus groups, city focus groups, city and county. And uh, we have a total of six focus groups now. And uh, we have plenty of, uh, as Angela says, there's probably about 20 topics we could delve into with focus groups. And so right now we have six focus groups. We really believe this is the way things are going to go. Uh, we think this really is the future of activism, is to focus in on one that one issue that just you, you just can't take it anymore. you got to do something. And believe it or not, there's other people out there like you. And so if we can get two or three or four or eight or ten or fifteen of you together who, who have that in common, you will be a force to be reckoned with. We have all the infrastructure there we need for you. I know that's a bad word these days, but we have that there. We have the mail accounts that we pay for, uh, good mail accounts. We have great website. We have communication tools. We have uh, texting alert tools. We have uh, all kinds of tools that if you want to get your focus group going, you can do that. Now, the question these days and the question I've been asking for about the last week is, where are you going to draw the line? Where are you going to draw the line? All right. We know our country is falling apart. We see it. We see the insanity. Uh, we, hear, we see and hear about mandates that are either have come or coming down the road or, you know, the latest one that bothers me is if, if these uh, uh, so-called vaccines are approved by the FDA, then, uh, then it's going to be mandatory that we all take those. Are you going to take it when it's mandatory? May, you may have already gotten that. That's your choice. Gotten, I don't have a problem with that. But uh, many of us out there do not want to take this so-called vaccine. And uh, so w- what are you going to do when it's mandated? Have you made up your mind? My wife and I began the conversation last night. Um, what if her work mandates it? And, and it, it's not a conversation you can finish in, in five minutes. I mean, if you stop and think about it, I mean, the answer is going to be pretty simple. You're either going to comply or not comply, right? I, I mean, that, that's if it's mandated for your job, are you going to take it to keep your job? That's a choice we're all going to have to make. What I am suggesting is that you go ahead and, and draw your parameters now. Have your conversations now. What are we going to do if and when this happens or that happens? Um, the fear about uh, you sending your kids to school and being forced to wear masks. Um, I had a solution for that on Friday, a very simple solution. If your school says uh, you got to wear masks and you don't want your child to do that, then uh, my suggestion was take your kid to school on Monday without a mask on. Don't you put a mask on, walk up to the front door and say, are you going to make my child wear a mask? If they say yes, turn around and take your child back home. At some point in time, we're going to have to stand up to this. Fortunately, the schools did not demand them, so we're happy about that. However, (laughs) it's just a rumor, and uh, since I don't have my phone, i'm just going to put it out there as gently as i can i have heard that there are a number of parents in kerrville who want to force the mask on every student you got that right i have heard there are a number of parents at frederick in uh, kerrville who want everybody every child to wear a mask in school i have heard that they're going to be quite active about this so Pay attention. These uh, school boards can change their mind on a on a whim, so we will see how that works out. Let me give you a little bit of a scripture this morning and a prayer list before we take off. Um, we've got Angela Smith coming in here to join me for Hour 2 of the Matt Long Show. How exciting. How exciting is that? So I'm going to leave you with Proverbs 21 and verse 1. This is an important one. The king's heart is like channels of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he wishes. Do you think that the Lord has President Biden in his hand and is turning him like water? That's what the Bible tells us. Y'all stay tuned. We're going to be right back with Mondays with Angela Smith. Thanks for listening today.